Welcome to BIV Today. It's the daily business news show from Business in Vancouver newspaper and BIV.com. I'm BIV reporter Tyler Orton. And well, you can probably tell I'm here working from home and it really has become the new normal for many employees. And I think businesses are looking at new ways of addressing you know, the potential for burnout among workers. A uh, company here in Vancouver, it's developing ways to address just that. And joining me today is Manu Varma of Better.me or BetterMe. Uh, Manu, I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Hey, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on. We'll talk about the technology in just a moment because I, I think it's some very cool stuff that you guys are you know, looking at here. But I, I want to ask you this, you know, just in regards to employee burnout, how serious is this issue, especially amidst this pandemic? Well, I think this is burnout and kind of that blurring of personal and work is, was already an issue prior to COVID, right? And I think COVID just simply just exacerbated uh, what we already knew was true, right? This whole kind of concept of exhaustion of where do I stop my work life and where does my personal life end, stop, start? Uh, what's my workload like, especially now post COVID, maybe my jobs looks a lot different. I've had to pivot, you know, with kind of the rise of the generalist, what am I now doing that I may not have been doing before and I'm expected to perform the same way, you know, job security concerns, let alone all the concerns around uh, infection and how that might be affecting the family, but just from a strictly a workplace. I think these concerns already existed and, and, and COVID just simply highlighted those facts around exhaustion and anxiety and stress. You know, you, you mentioned it's been a growing concern for a while. Here's my theory. Did um, see the advent of uh, smartphones just in the last mm. you know, decade or so, did that really kind of accelerate uh, those concerns if, you know, you know that you can essentially work out of your pocket at any given moment? Sure. I mean, there's, there's benefits to both, right? The, uh, the flexibility of being able to work anywhere and then What's the expectation, right? Am I supposed to respond to that email that comes in at midnight or do I wait till the next morning? And what's, what are your own barriers and your boundaries for and, and your team um, kind of standards that you respond to and adhere to, which creates, and if you don't have strict communication or if you don't have any insight or into any data or a platform to understand what's, what's acceptable. And then we also have this talking for myself too. It's like, well, what are my expectations for myself, you know, being very career driven and being really feeling your job's important. Where do you draw that line? And the smartphone is only just help. So it's me and what do you do off? What is the page off? And my managers think I'm pissed off. Uh, and not everybody has some standard operating procedures that understand when they when it's okay. So when I got to pick my kids up or when I want to go to work out, when do I need to break? bring myself to work day. I'll explain it. Now, the thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately uh, as well is just kind of the cost to businesses if they are not addressing this issue. And why do you think it is important that, you know, businesses are actually investing in making sure that, you know, they can have workers that are, you know, ha have good mental health at, at, at this moment of time? You know, I, I've always thought this, and at, at, at Better We've always really felt this, that um, there's no bigger drive than overall occupational wellness than working on meaningful work, right? So, uh, and if by 
understanding what we can, what drives joy for our people at work, we can kind of give them more meaningful work, which can drive their overall wellness from an occupational standpoint. So I think if businesses aren't doing that, clearly it's, you know, say something pretty controversial, but they just don't care. Uh, again, prior to COVID, this is such a big driver is to give people work with your mission-driven organization. Not. There's all ways that we can look at our employees and just because I'm really good at something doesn't mean I want to do it day in and day out. Right. And also, what about where do I want a capacity build? We again, we often understand what we're good at, but how do I express to my manager, my employer where I want a capacity build? And those things were in existence before COVID, even more prevalent today with the uncertainty and the anxiety that people have. I think it's incumbent upon employers that we still have to show pass forward, show that we're listening and, and, and have the ability to bridge that social distance that we're practicing in our daily lives. Well, let's get into the technology, though, you know, like, how are you guys, you know, uh, tapping, you know, technology to address what is a very serious issue? Yeah, so we wanted to get a sense of what's driving our people day over day. And so our, our folks and our customers, uh, they log their sentiment on a daily basis. Uh, based on any of their calendar events, based on any tasks they're doing. And really the goal is to really identify um, not how secure and how people are feeling, but also what brings them joy at work. So we can drill down to understand what times of the day are you most productive? What things really bring you pleasure? What, types, what roles do you, do you function? really brings you joy. So in the spirit of you being in control of your, your future destiny, right? There's also an inclusion play here too, where I can make my voice heard uh, in terms of what I enjoy doing so I can actually be in the driver's seat of where my career is going. So not only am I getting sentiment of, you know, what is the overall state of my people, whether they're feeling secure around personal protective equipment or social distancing, but also, how do I feel about my, my, my future? What, how do I feel about my state going forward? But we've had examples of where we created jobs um, for people based on where they really wanted to take their trajectory. I myself you know, worked in HR for a long time, and I found by using this tool and logging my sentiment day over day, I realized what was missing for me, had this moment of introspection, uh, was, was, was customer contact. The tool, if, if you kind of think of it conceptually, is this interactive digital journal, taking in um, kind of the benefits of social interaction, what you'd think of connection and validation, versus the other side of the spectrum of that introspection that you get from journaling, and the inspiration and innovation they get from journaling, kind of bringing those things together. So social interaction, connection and validation with journaling of introspection, and uh, inspiration and bring that together on a digital platform, um, which kind of goes contrary to what we see mostly out there in the market, right? People are doing surveys, which are snapshots in time, right? Which are anonymized, which don't really give me any insight. Whereas a real-time survey, I can get sense of trends, right? And then we are also leveraging machine learning to give us more deeper insights with all the metadata that we're getting. So we can also understand what times of the day that you're more effective? Who should you be working with on certain subject types? What really brings you joy? Is it a certain industry? For example, if you're as a consultant, is there a certain function as a part of your role that brings you more joy? So then we can be really deliberate with our time in the context of how we work, right? Am I learning? Am I doing? Or am I sharing my knowledge, knowing that humans all have this kind of very desire for that balanced diet of work. So it, it helps us in a variety of ways of keeping us connected, 
giving us a, a voice in our overall career, giving our managers and companies a sense for how we're doing uh, from a productivity standpoint and also from a wellness standpoint. So it's, it's a little bit re revolutionary from that perspective. And then also giving it people, giving people a chance to log their sentiment where they work most. Like if you're calendar driven, we've got integrations into their, their calendar icons. If it's someone that's who doesn't work in a browser. So with a Chrome extension, we can log sentiment there with other collaboration tools. We can log sentiment through things like Slack or uh, learning management systems, uh, Microsoft teams, right? So just really the spirit is to not create not another app that I got to log into, um, but really log sentiment where I'm at. And then based on my sentiment, based on what I'm working on, get real-time coaching tips based on your sentiment and your subject. So I can actually uh, get some value out of what I'm logging. So it's not just for the manager, but I'm getting some benefit in real time for what I'm working on. So for example, if I've logged some time against a certain activity and I've indicated why that was so tough, right? Maybe it was a time management was my issue. Then we, I would get an automatic video podcast uh, tooltip on how to manage your stress. And if I didn't have time to read at that point, I can automatically diarize that, put them to my calendar so I can read that when I time I have uh, more time. So real, real time, just in time coaching that really kind of shows the employee that, hey, um, the company cares, but also from an introspection, I'm kind of keeping my personal and professional development uh, moving forward. Make but sense? It also, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Does that make sense? Yeah, and the thing that I'm curious about though is, I, I think you are going to have to count on a lot of buy-in mm. employees to do this. And so that kind of makes me think about who would be kind of the, the client that you guys are going to be focused on. If I can make a sweeping generalization, I don't know if, uh, a construction site uh, is necessarily going to be your, your target here, but what do you envision as being target market for this sort of technology? Interesting. One of our pilot companies is actually a construction company. Well, they're <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so interesting. Uh, but no, you're absolutely right. I think one of the, the things that we're counting on is, um, is a little bit of that dopamine, right? That that hit of uh, what you get from social media. So we're kind of working that into and really removing the amount of friction uh, that this type of uh, an engagement would take, right? There's obviously some people, there's, there's some resonance and you know, it's too fluffy or it's really not something that I want to get into. But ultimately, this is really about being introspection and, and giving yourself and the, the time to, to, to look at how you're feeling, everyone's wired differently, and you know we we work with lots of software developers and engineers, and you know, it's it's a very similar um, similar comparison that you make to say a construction company. Are they going to buy in? But I think we're also in a new world today, right? And uh, we're trying to make this frictionless for people, and um, everyone's experiencing challenges um, that they've never experienced before. And I think from target perspective we're really just trying to reach everyone that we possibly can with this kind of concept of virality. And with the whole, our approach to that is going to be very similar to kind of the LinkedIn, right? Just there's a fee waiting to get on and there's kind of an enterprise level that you pay for. And that's kind of our, our, our approach to this and, and hoping that the virality that each individual user will see this and kind of bridge this concept of community. And I'll be like, Hey, Tyler, I got this great article on stress management. This great thought leader had this to say and share it with them. And then with the hopes of, Hey, I can see it in my company. Hey, this is really working well for me in my personal life. Why don't we adopt this into, into, into the works? So 
are we targeting a certain certain i mean yes there's obviously you know we're a b corporation a benefits corporation which is this kind of um uses business as a force for good so those types of organizations obviously are a little bit of an easier buy into because they're really strong cultured companies like great places to work really kind of interested in in this type of culture ad because what we've seen with 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 better.me is that it's really um um reduced attrition by about 10 to 13 percent. We're seeing participation rates with our companies that are working with us at about 70 percent on average, right? Well, people are making three to five entries per day. Um, so, you know, we're, we're definitely looking at um, those types of organizations with the hopes that each individual will see value from this immediately. The goal here is that as soon as I log on as a user, within the first five minutes, I want to be able, we want the end user to see benefit. So it's not just about the company, because you love these things that companies implement, right? Well, I'm doing this because my manager said so, or because we have to. I don't really know why I'm doing it. So what we're trying to do is really focus on the, the end user, because we understand that the, the manager insights from the data that we're getting are, are very strong. But what does the individual user get? It's this introspection and building those habits and, and really impact and bridge that social distance and give people those real-time coaching tips, insights uh, that they may not otherwise get or they have to go and Google and search for. So real-time, making it easy, give it to the fingertips. Well, you know, it, it kind of, I, I feel as if I keep asking that in so many tech but uh, I'll throw this question to you. Um, do you feel as if maybe the pandemic accelerated certain trends that you had already seen coming up ahead? This just kind of gave it kind of an injection just because of all these, the way that we've had to reframe how we work uh, moving forward. Absolutely. I mean, we, we were always built to work remotely, right? This whole, we work in the cloud. This is not a, you know, when we made the decision to shut down early in uh, uh, late in February, it was like, 10 minutes and we're up and running, but with our customers on the services engagement, it wasn't, wasn't as simple. So this concept of working remotely or working from home, something that I've always taken for granted and a lot of industries do, we found out pretty quickly that how many of them were still working on desktops, for example, right? Didn't have VPN or any ability to kind of dial in and, and, and keep functions. So COVID just really kind of exasperated some, what I would call just some baseline table stakes of, of, of work environments. And then so we talked about, well, how do I now manage these remote teams now that I've lost that ability to um, check in on people? So whether I was an office worker that's always used to going to work and now I got to stay at home, or I was that road warrior that was always on the road traveling and now I'm not traveling anymore and I'm at a bit of a loss. Or I was that remote worker, but I've lost that flexibility that I once enjoyed. Um, these problems already existed before COVID, but I think COVID just shined a light on everything and really exacerbated it. Um, well, because there are cracks, because cracks existed. And this is just kind of, I think it's leveled the playing field a little bit to show that um, we need to do a better job at looking into our people. and. And to get away from the stigma of mental wellness and health, this isn't just about mental illness, right? This is truly about how we are as humans. And it's not just about giving your employees a health spending account or a personal spending account or an employee assistance program. It, for me, it goes far, far deeper into really looking at those different lenses of, of wellness, whether it's occupational wellness and social wellness and intellectual wellness uh, that I think employees, employers uh, need to be taking more of an active role uh, and being. Um, creative on how we do that. And so better.me is just a, 
just a tool that we've created with this whole concept of interactive digital journaling. Um, like social interaction is, is normal and journaling has been around for a long time, but how can we bring this to a way that we can let, get data insights where uh, our human minds can't actually bring all this data together? Uh, and then how can I show, and how can I just check in on me on a regular basis so that I'm doing okay, how my career is going away? Because it's not just about doom and gloom. There's also a positive aspect to it in terms of what brings me joy at work. Give me more work that that, that give me uh, brings passion to my life. And we've also seen with returning to work and returning to campus, this tool is also really effective to get a sense of that security and inclusion that students are going to want to feel returning to, to campus, but also employees. Right? What does that social distancing look like? How long is it going to take me to get to my office tower if there's four of us in an elevator and we've got 50 floors to get into? Right? It's, just not a, it's not a rational way to get to work when I'm spending two and a half to four hours to get up to work, which is also a consideration around wellness. Like, Where would I rather be spending my time? But where's the security? Why do I want to send my people on public transit when there might be a risk of infection? So I think to your point, there's just been these things have always existed. And now it's just the, 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 the flashlight has been highlighted and exacerbated to such a point that we can no longer ignore this. And I, I think for so many companies, there's this realization, you know, just that labor is at a premium right now, uh, even amid this economic uncertainty, but we need to be able to cultivate kind of the, the best workers, uh, put them in the best position possible as well. And so, Manu, I, I think it's fascinating stuff that you guys are doing. I, I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the program today. Well, thanks so much for having us on. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, it's uh, it's a, a, truly a labor of love for us and uh, something that we're pretty passionate about. And we think that. Uh, um, businesses really have an opportunity here to uh, take to the next level. Well, good luck, and uh, let's be in touch uh, quite soon. Uh, that's uh, Manu Varma. He is better me, and that's it for the show today. But we will be back next week with our education series. And for now, I want to thank everybody for listening and watching. And you can go to biv.com for more interviews and more stories there. Thank you.